Welcome back to the Holy Spirit podcast where we are taking an in-depth study and look at the third person of the Holy Trinity, the Holy Spirit. So the focus and the point of this podcast, as I just alluded to, is where we're going to look and break down and talk about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Holy Trinity. And what I mean by that, if you're not familiar with that, is that God's words tells us that he is one God, but he manifests himself in three ways. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, all being God, all in one. And therefore, we're going to look at in this podcast, we'll be focusing on the Holy Spirit. But before I go any further, I want to thank you all for listening. I pray that this podcast and our other podcasts, the God Revelation podcast and the and Renewing Your Mind with the Word of God podcast have been a blessing for you, have been feeding your souls. Uh, we thank God for you. We took off the month of July to take a break. It was not a planned break, but life circumstances led that way. God's wheel being done and we thank him for that break and so we're going to pick up in this episode as i constantly do remind you to uh, you can listen to any prior or past episodes and all future episodes of this podcast that's the holy spirit podcast as well as our two other podcasts the renewing your mind with the word of god which is a verse by verse chapter by chapter study of the new testament and as well as the god revelation which is a verse by verse chapter by chapter study of the book of revelation which reveals the glorious return of our lord and savior jesus and you can catch all past episodes of all three podcasts on our website at renew your mind ministries that's ies on ministries.org again that's renew your mind ministries.org or you can find all past and present and future episodes on any platform where they play podcasts such as spotify apple google you can even tell your amazon alexa to play any of those podcasts just say amazon or excuse me or say alexa play and then you say the name of the podcast that you would like to listen to the renewing your mind with the word of god bible study or alexa play the holy spirit podcast or alexa play the god revelation podcast and she should play them but if she doesn't go onto our website of renew your mind ministries.org or you can find our past and you will be able to find future episodes on our Facebook page page and that's facebook.com forward slash renew your mind ministries inc again that's facebook.com forward slash renew your mind ministries i n as in nancy c and we will also invite you to Share the program, share the podcast with others. If you're listening to this podcast and has been a or any of the other two podcasts and have been a blessing to you, tell others about it. That's our commission from our Lord and Savior Jesus. He gave us commission as believers to share his word with all the world. And so I pray to God that this is my part. I'm playing my part in doing that by these podcasts. And I encourage you to do your part, at least by sharing 
the information on how to listen to the podcast with others, especially non-believers. You know, we came to, for those of us who are believers, we came to salvation by hearing the word of God. And so we need to be sharing God's word with non-believers in prayer in hopes that they may also come to salvation. We don't want to keep this to ourselves. We have experienced by accepting and believing Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the best thing that could ever happen to us. So why won't we share? Why wouldn't we share that with others who need that? That's why Jesus said, share my word, the gospel of me with the whole world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, for them. And how would they not know this if we're not sharing his word with them? We just can't assume that they're going to get it. We have to do our part to make sure that the word is getting out. As the word says that we're planting the seeds, we're watering the seed and leaving up to God to bring forth the harvest. And he shall bring forth the harvest. So I encourage you to share these programs and podcasts with others, particularly non-believers that you may know. You never know what may come of it. So let's go back to this episode before we do. Let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. And we just praise you. We love you. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. We thank you for Jesus sending your only begotten son to die for our sins, taking our place on Calvary when it should have been us. But instead, you so loved us that you sent him to take our place. And so we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for obeying the father, even unto death, dying for our sins. We thank you. We thank you for your holy word. We thank you for an opportunity to study it. We thank you for opening up your word to us, O oh Father. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, the subject of this podcast. We pray and ask by the power of the Holy Spirit that you enlighten us to be able to receive your word, understand it, and pass it on and share it with others. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. All right, in this episode, we're going to talk about how the Holy Spirit, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit within, the Holy Spirit indwelling in us. And that's where we're going to be the point of this episode. And what I mean by that is once a person confesses that God sent his only begotten son, Jesus, to die for their sins and God raised him from the dead, God, through the Holy Spirit, regenerates that person's spirit. Thus, the phrase being born again. When Jesus talked about in Nicodemus in John chapter three, that in order to seek the kingdom of God, that means being saved, one must be born again. And that's born of the Spirit, and that is the Holy Spirit. So let's look at John, if you will, open up your Bible and turn with me to the book of John, chapter 3. The book of John, chapter 3, and we're going to look at verses 4 through, let's see, 8. So if you would open up your Bible or open up your Bible app and turn with me to the book of John, chapter three, verses verse three through eight. And again, this is Jesus telling the Pharisees that Pharisees, if you do not know, were doing that time religious leaders. These were the learned people, the people that was able to study and study the word of God, particularly in that time. It was the Old Testament of uh, the Jews of that time and they studied they committed to reading and studying and and so here is Nicodemus who is a part of that ruling that religious ruling class the Pharisees coming to Jesus and Jesus is telling him about being born again and that's what and 
that's what we're looking at in this conversation. So let's look at Jesus in verse number three replied, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Verse number four, how can someone be born when they're old? Nicodemus asked, surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Verse number five, Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear it sounds, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the spirit. So Jesus is telling us through Nicodemus, through this account of John, that once we believe and confess him, we get a new spirit by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit regenerator give birth to a new spirit that's alive to God. That can receive and appreciate the things of God, which fallen man cannot until such change until that change happened. That and you may often hear or sometimes hear refer to changing a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. That's the same encounter of the Holy Spirit giving birth to a new spirit, a new spirit that is entwined with the Holy Spirit and with God. God's word also mentioned this experience in the book of Titus in the new chapter. And if you would turn with me to Titus chapter three, and we're going to look at verses three through five. If you will open your Bible to Titus chapter three or, or your, go on your Bible app, Titus chapter three, verses three through five, which reads, at one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy being hated and hating one another. Here's a key verse. Number four, but when the kindness and love of God, our Savior appeared, verse five, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. So we see in the book of Titus in God's word, we say we want any of us who are confessors and believers of Jesus Christ. He did not save us and nor he's going to be saving or saving anyone else because of anything good that we have done or could do. There's nothing we could do to earn our salvation. Our salvation is come to us by the grace, meaning that we're getting something that we don't deserve and the mercies of God. And when you confess and believe and confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that he's the only begotten son of God and that he died for your sins. Then like verse number five, he saved us through the washing and the rebirth and the renewal by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit does something. The Holy Spirit give us a new birth of a new man, a spiritual man in this physical body. And that's what this particular verse is talking about. And that's what Jesus was talking about in the book of John, when he was talking to the Pharisees, Nicodemus. So when a person confesses and believes in Jesus Christ, his spirit is born again. And not only is his spirit born again, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells 
in that physical body. Let's look at that in John 14. Let's turn back to the book of John, John 14, verses 16 through 17, where it talks about the Holy Spirit indwelling in us in this physical body. As I said before, I may have said it on this podcast, so I know I've said it on other podcasts, that man is a three-part being. He's a spirit that lives in a body and that possesses a soul. A soul is our mind, our personalities, our emotions. That's considered the soul. And so when we are born again, we're born a new soul by the Holy Spirit. Then the Holy Spirit didn't just stop there. The Holy Spirit comes and dwells in our physical body. And we know that from, again, what? The Word of God. All this is based upon the Word of God. This is not Brother Arnold's um, Gospel. This is not Brother Arnold's interpretation. This is not something Brother Arnold is making up. This is found and based upon God's word. And that's what we always want to do. What is God's word do? Because our opinion and what we think don't matter. What does is what the creator of the universe, of you and everything around you, what has he said about these things? And he says in John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17, that then I will ask the father. This is Jesus speaking here. Again, we're in John Chapter 14, we're going to look at verse 16 and 17. This is verse 16, and I'm reading from the contemporary English version, so your words may look a bit different from mine. Then, this is Jesus speaking. Then I will ask the Father to send the Holy Spirit who will help you and always be with you. Isn't that comforting to know that the Holy Spirit will always will be, he will help us. He will always be with us. Verse number 17, the Spirit here, that's talking about the Holy Spirit, will show you what is true. The people of this world cannot accept the spirit because they don't see or know him. But you know the spirit who is with you and will keep on living where? In you. So not only do we give a new birth to a new Holy, to a new spirit by the Holy Spirit, that Holy, same Holy Spirit now dwells in believers, every believer, true believers of Jesus Christ who've confessed and believe him now have the Holy Spirit dwelling in them. Therefore, being born again is not just an experience. It's not just an experience, but it's also, it is receiving the indwelling presence of the third person of the Holy Spirit in your body. The third person of the Holy Trinity who makes his home in you. He makes, as a believer, you now have the Holy Spirit living in you. Believers, according to God's words, are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Listen to that again. Let me repeat that again. When you become a believer, the temple is now not in some man-made physical temple. It's in the body of the believer. After God himself, by the Holy Spirit, recreates and makes us new creatures in Christ and made us his own, we belong to God at that point, then he and the person of the Holy Spirit makes our bodies his home. Where do we get that from? His word. Go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and we're going to look at verses 16 through 17. If you will, go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. We're going to pick it up in verse 16, which says, All of you surely know you are God's temple, and his spirit lives in you. Together you are God's holy temple, and God would destroy anyone who destroys his temple. So God in his word, he tells us he makes his homes in us, his home in us. And by doing so, we are his temple. 
and his spirit lives in us. And he also gives a warning that we need to be mindful of what we do with this temple, with this body, because he's in it. Keep that in mind. We also see in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20, God's reference again to our bodies as believers that we are his temple in which the Holy Spirit lives in us. So God lives in us by the, by, by the Holy Spirit. Let's look at 1 Corinthians. Turn with me, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, which reads, You surely know that your body is a temple where the Holy Spirit lives. The Spirit is in you and is a gift from God. You are no longer your own. God paid a great price for you, and that great price was sacrificing his only begotten son who was sinless when it should have been us who paid the penalty. But it was him, so that's the great price. So use your body to honor God. So we see in God's scriptures, in his word, that we are his because his son paid the price for us for forgiveness of our sin, the penalty we should have paid, which is death and eternal damnation. His son paid that penalty, but God rose him from the dead because he was sinless. And he reminds us again that we are to use our bodies to honor him because it's his. His son paid the price to purchase it. And he now dwells in us by the power of the Holy Spirit. So go back and again and meditate on those scriptures. First Corinthians chapter 3, 16 through 17. First Corinthians chapter 6, 19 through 20. So no longer does God dwell in the earthly holies of holies of the Jewish temples. At once upon a time, he would visit and commune and said to live in the Jewish temples in the holies of holies. But when Christ died on that cross, the veil in the Jewish temple that separated the holies of holies from the rest of the temple, ripped from top to bottom, showing that no longer will there be a barrier between God and man because of sin, but through the death of Jesus, man can have his sins forgiven and the Holy Spirit would dwell in the man. And therefore, there was no longer a need for the holies of holies in the Jewish temple in a physical man-made building. But now he would be in our bodies through the Holy Spirit has become his temple, has become his home. God's word says because of the Holy Spirit living in us, greater is he that is in you that is in the word. That is why John tells us in 1 John 4, verse 4 through 4, Children, you belong to God and you have defeated these enemies. God's spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, is in you and is more powerful than the one who's in the world. And indeed he is. Indeed he is. Also, the Holy Spirit within, living within us, result in the fruit of of the recreated spirit of the man. So let's now look at what the Holy Spirit is going to do in us. The word tells us we have nine fruit of the spirit because the Holy Spirit dwells in us. Let's look at that. Turn with me, if you will, to Galatians chapter 5, 
And we're going to look at verse 22 through 23. That's Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 through 23, which reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So God's word tells us, as a result of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, we're going to see these fruits in our lives of love, joy, patience, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Because what? The Holy Spirit lives in us. I don't think we realize sometimes, including myself, what we have in us as believers. The Holy Spirit. God, that's powerful. And the result of those, according to God's word in Galatians 5, starting with verse 22, we're going to see these nine fruits in our lives. It may take some time. It's not going to be overnight. I, keep telling, I, I often say being born again is a lifelong, a living the life of being born again is a lifelong process. Once a person is born again, yeah, your spirit is renewed, but the soul, the mind has to be renewed unto the things of God and have to bring the body into submissions of those things. Because we have these worldly experiences, we have the flesh that wars against the spirit that wants that wants that will want to continue to do the things of the world and the things of the flesh. But by renewing our minds into the word of God, eventually these fruits that God's word speaks of, we'll, we will see in our lives because he said it. The fruit of the recreated or born again human spirit grows within a person's life as a result of the Holy Spirit within, living in us. And as we yield to God and obey his word, the life of the Holy Spirit within us causes us to grow continuously in love and joy and peace and these other fruits God's word is not in vain. It's not for nothing. If he said it, it will happen. Next, the Holy Spirit within us, within us is our helper and comforter. How do we know that? Again, from God's word. All this is from God's word. Reading from the Amplified Bible, looking at John 14. Let's go back to John 14. 16 through 18, and this is from the Amplified Bible, which says, The Holy Spirit is our comforter, our counselor, our helper, our intercessor, our advocate, our straightener, our standby. By God, by, through the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, he's our comforter. He comforts us. He counsels us. When we need comfort, he's there. When we need counseling, he's there. When we need help, he's there. When we need intercession, he's there. When we need an advocate before the Father, he's there. When we need strength, he's there. And he's on standby, meaning he's always ready because he's always with us. He'll never leave us and forsake us according to his God's word. We can count on him. Going on to verse 16, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, that he may remain with you forever. 
Verse 17, the spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the world cannot see. Welcome, take to his heart, because it does not see him or know and recognize him. But you know and recognize him. For he lives, he hears his Holy Spirit, lives with you constantly and will be in you. Finally, in verse 18, again, we're reading from John 14. Finally, in verse 18, I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, desolate, bereaved, forlorn, helpless. I will come back to you. The Holy Spirit came to do these things in us on a continual basis as believers and confessors of Christ. Another thing that the Holy Spirit does by dwelling in us, he guides us. How do we know that? Again, from God's word. Let's look at John 16, 13. John 16, 13, which says, the Holy Spirit within us guide us, but when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. That's verse 13 out of John chapter 16. Let's also look at Romans 8, 14, if you will. Turn with me, Romans 8, verse 14, which tells us that the Holy Spirit leads us. For verse 14 says, for those who are led by the Spirit of God, that's the Holy Spirit, are the children of God. When you think about a God, a God explains certain things and show you the way to go. But you have to be willing to listen and follow. But the Holy Spirit within us, he would lead us. He would guide us according to his word, which we can count on. Finally, and again, this episode is dedicated to the Holy Spirit living within us. Finally, the Holy Spirit within us testifies of Jesus to us. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit always lifts up the word of God in the name of Jesus and testifies of Jesus. How do we know? As always, let's look at God's word. Turn with me, if you will, to John 15, verse 26. That's John 15, verse 26, which says, when the, advocates, when the advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, and when it says the Spirit of truth, is referring to the Holy Spirit, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. That's Jesus speaking here. He's saying the Holy Spirit would testify about him, telling people about him that will allow them to come to salvation when they hear the word of God. Let's look at John 16, 14, which says, he will glorify me. This again is Jesus speaking. He here is the Holy Spirit. Will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. Let's look at verse 16. In John chapter 14, John chapter 14, verse 16. But the advocate, that's the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So God's word tells us that the Holy Spirit that dwells within us will make Jesus and the things of God real to us. And when we need it, the Holy Spirit would bring to our remembrance the word of God that is hidden in our hearts. See Psalms 119.11, which says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. 
Amen. So we see how the Holy Spirit gives us through confession and belief in Jesus Christ. We have a new spirit man and that spirit in the Holy Spirit also dwells in us continually. He will never leave us and never forsake us. And he produces fruit in our lives. He guides us. He leads us. He comforts us. He intercedes for us. What a mighty God we serve that would do that for us fallen man who was in rebellion against him, who sinned against him. But yet he was sent his only begotten son to die for our sins. And not only that, give us a new spirit that would dwell in us in, by the Holy Spirit. That's a mighty God. That's a kind God. That's a loving God. That's a God that we worship and that's a God that we should be sharing with others. Let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for this time to better study your word and learn about the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you. We thank you for Jesus. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now is your time. Now, right now. Don't wait. Don't put it off because as I often say, and we all know, tomorrow is not promised to us. The next five minutes is not promised to us. That's life. And you do not want to leave this earth and not know that you know that you know that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. And now is an opportunity right now to confess him. If you hear Jesus knocking at your heart right now, let him in by believing and saying this prayer after me. Take this golden opportunity. You may not never get it again. Take it right now. Say this prayer after me. Father God, I am a sinner. I have sinned against you. I have rebelled against you, and I need a Savior. And you have sent that Savior, your Son, Jesus Christ. Send him to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I confess and I believe that you are the only begotten Son of the Father and that you die for my sins. And Father God raised him from the dead, raised you from the dead. Because you were sinless. I make you my Lord. I make you my Savior. In your holy name. Amen and amen. If you believe that prayer and you said it according to God's holy and infallible word, you are now saved from his wrath. You are now can you are now a child of God, a true child, not just a created creature but a true daughter and son of the living God, the creator of the universe. How wonderful is that? Heir and joint heir with his only begotten son, Jesus, meaning that everything Jesus is entitled to, you are now entitled to, to live with the Father forever in peace, in harmony. No more tears, no more sorrow, no more death. Peace, everlasting life with the creator of the universe. That's what you now have. You can rejoice in that. You can count on that. We thank God for you. We thank God that you took that step. Thank you, Father God. We will pick up on the next episode and continue our in-depth study of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for your time. I thank you for listening. I praise God for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen.